0: Welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres, and you can follow me at at AskAdamTorres on Instagram to keep up with all of my book releases and uh, the book tour schedule, all of that good stuff. I'm definitely happy to connect with you there. I'm really excited today to have Amy Lemire on the line. Uh, Amy is a two time author. Her last book was called From Zero to Sales Hero, and her new book that was just released is called From Zero to Speaker Hero. Uh, Amy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Adam. I enjoy being with you, and I'm excited about our discussion today.
0: Fantastic. And I mean, I can see your background as a National Speaker Association professional member, and I mean, I I just, it it goes on and on and on, trainer, keynote speaker, um, international speaker um all all of your accomplishments we're going to get into those but let's just start with um you know how did you get started on this path as an entrepreneur
1: adam that's a great question my path started as a result of let's just say the university of hard knocks i was a sales professional for many years and one of the things that i struggled with was sales confidence and also public speaking confidence. And what happened is I was able to overcome my lack of sales and lack of public speaking confidence through my sales career. And once I figured out how to do that, I thought to myself, wow, my vision is to teach and train other people how to be more confident in selling and how to be more confident in public speaking and my vision became reality about five years ago, and so since then, I have now written two books, and I have also been able to train hundreds of sales and business professionals on speaking, presentation skills, and also how to sell with confidence.
0: Wow, that's amazing! Um, and how do you think you were you were inspired as an entrepreneur, though? Like, because I, I, I you know, when we get in the sales career, a lot of other people, maybe, let's say, that had those troubles um, earlier in their career with getting, you know, the confidence or whatever their issue was, a lot of them veer out of sales or they say, ah, that's just not for me. And I'm curious to ask you this question. What made you, like, how did you, what was the inspiration? What made you want to tackle and overcome this?
1: Yeah, my overall, my thought on how did I overcome the fear of of selling and going out on my own as an entrepreneur. I've always been one of those people that I've thought of myself as a risk taker and I've always lived by the mantra that life begins outside of your comfort zone. And I felt as though I could make a larger contribution to a larger stage and a larger group of people outside of being within the four walls of a certain company or corporation. That was really where the spirit started, and outside of that, I've always been someone who's invested in myself and personal leadership development, and my father was an entrepreneur. My mother always had a great career in sales, so in a sense, I feel as though I did inherit that entrepreneur gene from my parents. At the end of the day, I think the biggest factor that made me make that decision to jump off the cliff and go to entrepreneurship was Knowing that so many people that are successful and happy are entrepreneurs and I think it's one of the best ways to make a contribution to the world is through being your own boss and having your own business and just taking the leap of faith that it's going to work out is really where I took that step. And having been in sales all those years, sometimes I feel as though being an entrepreneur is also like being in sales. Because you have to manage your franchise, your territory, responsibility, accountability. A lot of the things that it takes to be successful in sales also are the same qualities it takes to be successful as being an entrepreneur. So for me, most of those skills, thankfully, I had already. So it wasn't that tough of a transition.
0: Wow, that's great. And I, and I wrote it down, life begins outside of your comfort zone. Um, what a mantra to live by. That's one that I'm going to have to remember. Life begins outside of your comfort zone. I find that so true. I mean, and, and that word that you use, risk, it's so interesting. You know, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs every week, not just in podcasts, but just in my day-to-day publishing world, and, um, and that word comes up over and over, the word risk is just such a fundamental part. And I feel like an entrepreneur um, or someone that, you know, really tries to go for it in business is just a little bit more highly in tune with what that is because there's risk in everything we do, right? But maybe some people that don't don't recognize that just don't see the risk until something happens and then it's present in front of them like the tech wreck in 2002 or, uh, you know, a 2008 meltdown, right? Um, and th- that will happen over and over. So there's always risk. But I love your points on this. Um, let's. I want. I want to get into your your new book. Um, I want to spend some time on that. From zero to speaker hero. Um, what inspired it? Let's start there, and then uh, give us the background of it, please.
1: Sure. The inspiration for my new book, Adam, from zero to speaker hero. It came from an experience I had over 10 years ago. I was giving a sales presentation. I was going to be in front of my sales director and some other high executive people at the company I worked at, but we were presenting to a group of executives from a healthcare system, and when I stood up in front of that group, I froze. I couldn't remember the introduction I had prepared. I felt as though I was in the black hole, and that was the moment that I decided I have got to overcome my fear of public speaking, and that started a journey for me back in about 2008. I joined Toastmasters. I've now been in Toastmasters for over 10 years, but once I got into Toastmasters and I overcame my fear of public speaking, not only did I find it was fun, I found out I loved public speaking, and I also found that it was mastering a that had some excellent repercussions it mastered my confidence so that I was able to sell more to be more in a leadership role at the company I was working at everything in my life improved as a result of taking that big step to overcome my fear of public speaking so me writing this book is really a combination of the best practices I've learned not just from Toastmasters not just from my involvement in National Speakers Association But really, majority of it is just the learnable moments I had over the years. What to do, what not to do, what works, what doesn't work. So it's almost a handbook, if you will, of public speaking. And it's really designed for anyone, no matter what level, whether you're a beginner or someone like me that's afraid to get up in front of a group, or maybe you're somebody who's already a speaking professional and you're looking to just get a few extra tips on this topic. The intention of this book, again, was to give back to everybody who's given to me on my journey of being a better speaker and a better business professional.
0: Do you think it's possible for, um, and by the way, so I, in Toastmasters, I was part of a group for a couple of years. I didn't get past my CC, my competent communicator. Um, life got in the way after that, let's say. Uh, but I love it. I love the organization. I love what they do. I love what they're about. And I think that they help so many professionals advance their careers because. Speaking and, and communicating and getting your ideas across to not just your, your boss or their boss's boss, but also your peers is just so vital to getting um, to getting business done. So my question for you is, do you think that it's possible for someone who's really scared to speak publicly or in a boardroom or in front of their peers in that manner to kind of overcome that and transition to a place to where they're comfortable?
1: Absolutely, Adam. Speaking from my experience, is I always say, change begins with one step, and the first step is awareness. The awareness step is realizing and accepting that, hey, I'm not comfortable speaking from an audience, and I'm ready to do something about it. The second step, of course, as I always say, is taking action. It's just like learning to be a better golf player or maybe someone that wants to get more physically fit. We don't get to take on those new <laughs> Ways of being, unless we take action. So it does take a commitment, it takes action, but it's also shown and demonstrated, as I have in my book, that there are certain steps, there are certain fundamentals that you can follow to be a better speaker. Number one, as an example, is speak as much as you can. Join Toastmasters, raise your hand at meetings, don't be afraid to speak up on a conference call. Um, number two, another idea is to join a group or an organization that allows you to get in the public speaking spotlight. Again, that might be Toastmasters. And the third idea, just one of the many ideas in my book is to be open to coaching and be flexible. One of the things I really love about my involvement in Toastmasters is that it's a ability to practice public speaking in a safe, non-threatening environment. But in addition to that, you also get to hear what you're doing well And also constructive feedback regarding what you can do and improve upon. And I will say that I would have never gotten to where I am today as a speaker or entrepreneur had I not been open to that feedback and that coaching I received along the way. So to me, those are what are some of the most important elements are to being a speaker. So to answer your question once again, yes, anybody can become a great speaker by following some of those steps.
0: Now, uh, that's perfect. And I, I love it. And I agree with everything you said. And coming from, you know, not. I mean, I can't claim that I've ever been comfortable in front of crowds, even though I've been in front of many, and I obviously do, you know, speaking and and I, I get all of that, but I can't claim that I've ever been one of those naturals by any means. Uh, that's, <laughs> I would never, I would never characterize myself as a natural in, in that. Um, maybe some other things, but for the people listening that are just getting started in their career, I I 100% say, I mean, just see the designation that you that you earn from a DTM. I mean, you are a legit. A lot of people say they're speakers or they speak or they have certain skills. For you to get where you've been, you are the real deal. So I appreciate you sharing all of that. Um, let's see. So let's give some some tips maybe to some of the um, to some of the more senior or tenured speakers out there. Um, how, how would your book help them? What are some some things they can get out of it?
1: Sure, Adam. Some of the things my book also talks about is the business of speaking. So if you are looking to make an income at speaking or you're you're already making an income at speaking, some of the tips that the book provides are at that level. So it has to do with again, the business of speaking. So the business of speaking, what is your target audience? What is it that you're going to talk about? sometimes I meet people that say I'm a speaking professional and I ask them what they speak about and I sometimes get an answer that's about one to two to three minutes long. So one of my mantras is niches lead to riches, which means what is your niche? Who's your target audience? Clearly defining that and then from there going after the audiences you want to speak in front of. Another tip I would give to professional speakers is we're all money-driven. I mean a lot of us you do like to volunteer we do like to give our time freely and sometimes I meet speakers that say well I would never speak for free I would never speak if someone's not going to pay me and I would invite professional speakers to think twice about that because speaking whether it's a fee or whether it's a free event is always an opportunity to practice and to get better so that is one of the other pieces of advice I give in my book from my personal experience I still stay involved in Toastmasters I'm going to a Toastmasters meeting tonight I'm going to speak at a Toastmasters event later this month. I'm not getting paid for either one of those events, but you know what? It's going to help me practice. It's going to be an opportunity to get feedback and to be on my feet again speaking. So, of course, it's very important. The other thing, last but not least, as far as advice I might give a professional speaker, is to continue to think of speaking as a career and not a hobby. Sometimes I meet new speakers that are going to branch out on their own and they're excited but they're only speaking again if there's a fee involved or they are not taking the action steps of identifying and finding new clients prospecting picking up the phone networking reaching out so i would say that the numbers don't lie <laughs> the numbers are reality so if we're not making the concerted effort to identify new opportunities to speak teach train whatever niche we might be as a speaker it's going to be very difficult to make it. So I would love to think that my phone rings 24-7 with opportunities, but that's not really the way it works. It's typically through networking, word of mouth, getting a gig out of a gig, and, again, always being in an action mode when it comes to speaking and presenting.
0: Oh, wow. There's
1: so, there's so much that you gave in terms of value in
0: that. Amy is the real deal, everybody that's listening to this. Everything she says, she just now gave you – you know, her, her 10 plus 20, however many years of, of experience in that field, everything she says is correct. There's nothing for me to add to that. And I know that this book is going to be amazing just based off of this interview and what, she, and what she shared with us so far. So definitely go pick it up from zero to speaker hero. Um, let, speaking of books, how important is it for a speaker? If you want to go down that, go down that path, how important is it to, for a speaker to have a book?
1: I think it's, in my opinion, Adam, I think it's critically important to have a book. I wrote my book through a program called the 10-10-10 program with Raymond Aaron. and I'm saying that just to state that I didn't pick up a piece of paper and a pen one day and start writing a book. I followed a process and I invite others. There are a lot of other organizations and, and ways you can write a book. There are programs, there are coaches out there that will help you write a book because it is not a one and done type of process it's a step-by-step process but what i would say is with regard to the book it in my opinion having a book is your brand it's your business card it's more impressive to a prospect to say hey i'd love to give you my book instead of hey i'd love to give you my business card not that business cards are not great and important but when you have a book it identifies you as an authority on the subject that your book is about so my vision for writing my sales book was to show that I am a I'm a authority when it comes to sales and sales skills and best practices of sales confidence. And then when it comes to speaking, I also envision myself as an expert on speaking and presentation skills. So again, if you have a book and you give that to a prospect or you give that to a client or you give that to that business owner or that person you're trying to get business with or a speaking opportunity with it separates you from everybody else in the crowd, and I'm speaking from my experience on that.
0: One hundred percent, and I can tell you myself. I it's so weird. Like when I when I first, um, I mean, started speaking, you know, everything changed once I had a book. My speaking fee just skyrocketed. My like the the number of people that would find me on social media. I mean, I've gotten international gigs just literally from people finding me on LinkedIn and other places, and it just blows my mind that people that are out there that want to, you know, become, you know, paid speakers don't take that. And I mean, it doesn't mean that, and by the way, I'm not saying you have to have that to, to um, succeed or to, you know, to get a good speaking fee and uh, to transition as a professional, but I am saying that it's really a low barrier of entry nowadays to, to take that step and to be able to do it. I mean, I can't imagine what it would have been like, you know, 30 years ago if I was trying to do it, but now with the different types of publishing and things that are available, like to me, there's no excuse. If somebody wants to go out there and really wants to make have a go at it and, and work as a professional in the industry, it's like it's, it's just such a low barrier of entry. I mean, everybody has a story to tell to not encapsulate it in a book. To me, it just seems like a, a shame, if that's your goal, by the way. I'm not saying you have to, but if that's your goal. Um, so I love it. Um, any last comments or words or anything that I didn't draw out about your book that you'd like to share, Amy?
1: I would like to share that it's available on Amazon and it's also available at the website from zero to speakerhero.com. And I also want to share that the book has only been available for about two weeks on Amazon. So when I say it's hot off the press, I literally mean it is hot off the press. And other than that, I can also share my contact information, Adam. I can be reached at Amy at aimwithamy.com. And I can also be reached at 847-868-2469 for anybody that's interested in getting some more information from me or if I can help in any way with your speaking or your sales career.
0: Fantastic. Well, hey, Amy,
1: I really appreciate your time
0: and thank you for coming on the show and sharing your, your new book with us, From Zero to Speaker Hero. Um, Everybody out there listening, definitely go on to Amazon and pick that up. Uh, Amy knows what she's talking about. So whether you're just starting out as a speaker, whether you are an aspiring speaker, um, whether you are a seasoned professional and you know what you're doing, but you're thinking about why am I not getting the speaking fees or books the way that I'd like to be, um, go pick up that book and benefit from Amy's years of experience in the industry. Um, Thank you again, Amy, for coming on the show and uh, have a wonderful day.